What is going on guys? Welcome back to the channel. Got you, didn't I? Today, we have a good video and it's something that people ask me a lot, people get very emotional about, people get very upset about, they get, they, it, is, it is the worst enemy for some people. And that is the scale, of course. Everyone's biggest enemy or best friend at times, but we're gonna learn that it shouldn't be your best friend nor worst enemy, it, nor anything really, it should just be indifferent. Um, so what we're gonna talk about today is the scale and why it will fluctuate. And there's a million reasons for why it will fluctuate. That is what we're gonna get into first here. Notice this one down here, I, that's funny, right? We'll get to it. Um, reasons over here, and then we're gonna get into more of like the mental and kind of like what you should be thinking about when you're doing fat loss progress, okay? Because yeah, these reasons are great, but you still might tell me, dude, fuck off. I don't, care if, I don't care if I know all this, I'm still gonna freak out when my, when my weight spikes up. And we're gonna get into what you should not do when your weight spikes up and what you should do when your weight spikes up, right? So when you see these fluctuations, what should be going on in your head? How should you view it? How should you kind of compromise it into a place of, okay, this is okay, this is normal, this is not going to freak me out, right? So that's what the second part of the video will be. The first part, like we said, is I'm gonna go over reasons as to why your, your weight can fluctuate and it's going to happen regardless. I don't care who you are, I don't care how much experience you have, I don't care if you're doing this for a day, a week, 10 years, I don't care. Your weight is going to fluctuate no matter what, okay? So that's the first thing you have to get through your head. You are not going to have this linear progress 24 seven, 365 days a year of you losing fat. It's just not possible and it's not realistic. And for most of you, if you lost, all, you, everybody wants to lose one to two pounds a week, right? That's everyone's goal. And that's great and all, but that's an average, right? If you lost two pounds a week, or if you lost one pound a week every week for a whole year, that's 52 pounds in a year. A lot of you don't have 52 pounds to lose. Now, some of you do, but a lot of you guys don't have that much weight to lose. So why would you think that it's always going to go consistently down 24 seven? That is not realistic. That's not what you should think. It, it, it is not going to happen. So get that through your head right now. An average of a, pound, a, a half a pound to a pound a week is great progress. That's an average. That means one week you could lose no progress and one week you could, or I'm sorry, one week you could lose no pounds, the other week you could lose two pounds. That would be an average of a pound a week for you mathematicians out there, math wizards. So that's what I'm saying. Look at these things in, the, in, the, in a bigger scope and realize that it's a part of the process and it is going to happen. But with that being said, let's talk about the short-term fluctuations because if you are tracking your weight every single day, which I am an advocate for because it gives you, this is a great point too, I'm an advocate for you taking your weight every single day. Now, most people will tell you not to. They are not coming from a bad place. They're coming from an uneducated place. And I say that, and I'll get into that here later when we talk about what to do, but I say that because they're not telling you the full truth. And that is you should be taking your weight every single day. I'm an advocate for this because you're getting more data points. It, you're not just weighing yourself once a week or once a month. If you weigh yourself once a month, that's one data point for an entire month. If you weigh yourself once a week, that's four data points for an entire month to kind of look at and compare and, and have a trend towards. As opposed to if you took your weight every single day, that's 31 data points you can have for that month to see where you're trending, where your progress is, whether you're doing good, whether you're doing bad, it, whatever. It's more data points for you to have 
for your progress. You're not just going off one day or, or one week or one month. Like you have to, I'm an advocate of this because you have to get more data. The more data you have, the better you can come to a conclusion and make decisions based upon that data. If you see, wow, this is working fucking perfectly because I have a perfect downward trend, perfect. You know you're doing something right. If you say, hey, maybe I could do a bit better because I'm stalling out here, like you will be able to see from these data points. But if you're only taking four a month, that's not gonna give you enough data, guys. So I'm an advocate for taking your weight every single day. Now, once you take your weight every single day, there is going to be fluctuation within those, within those day, wa daily weigh-ins. What the fuck? Daily weigh-ins. And that is because of a million reasons, but you have to understand that first and foremost, which now we do, hopefully. And now let's go into why, right? So the first one is everyone's friend, foe, and whatever. So it's sodium, right? And let me make this very clear. Sodium is not a bad thing at all whatsoever, especially if you are exercising and especially if you're doing any type of high intensity, high intensity exercise. If you're doing anything like that, CrossFit, you know, boot camps, you know, high intensity strength training, a cardio, whatever it is. If you're doing anything like that, sodium is actually very, very, very good for you and very important for you. So do not get that mistaken. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Just because it, it will tend to make your weight spike up, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. So let me make that very clear. It's, it's very important for you. It's very important for your hydration. So it's not a bad thing. But when you have more sodium than normal, that, so say, just for quick numbers, say if you have 1,000 milligrams of sodium a day and you, 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 you go out to eat, you have chips and salsa, and you have a burger. If you have now 4,000 milligrams of sodium, well, that's not your daily average that you normally have, right? So if you have more sodium, you will retain more water weight. And again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. So don't get that confused. It's not a bad thing. It's just is what it is. It's science. If you have more sodium than you normally have, you will probably retain more water weight on that next daily weigh-in or the next two daily weigh-ins. And just understand that. Understand the reasoning behind why you're having a weight spike. It, don't get emotional about it. Understand, hey, I had more sodium than I normally do. I know that will make me retain more water weight. So when I go to weigh in tomorrow, I know I'm probably gonna weigh more. And that's okay. One, nobody got shredded in one night. You're not gonna get fat in one night either, right? So just know these things and realize, okay, if I know what I had to eat had more sodium, I know if I went out to eat, Normally when you go out to eat, those, you know, every single restaurant normally has more sodium worked into their meal. So just realize that if that happens, that's why the weight spike happened. Not because you gained two pounds of fat overnight. It's literally physically impossible, but just know that's why. So that's one reason right there. The next one is going to be carbs, arrow water. And I say this because once again, carbs are not a bad thing at all whatsoever. You need carbs. I think you need carbs to survive. I fucking love carbs, that's why I'm saying it. And most 99% of people enjoy having some form of carbohydrate because they're absolutely magical. So like, you need carbs to survive. Let's just put it like that. So when you have more carbs than normal, once again, when you have more carbs than normal, if, if say you're doing, just for quick numbers, if you're doing 100 grams a day and you have 200 grams of carbs that day, that is going to make you, once again, retain more water weight, okay? And that is because 
the, the carbohydrates almost act like a sponge, right? They, they act like a sponge for the water. And that means when you have more carbohydrates, you will, all those carbs tend to soak up that water inside, right? So you will, you will retain more water weight when you have more carbs than normal, okay? So knowing that, again, don't be discouraged when you have a weight spike. Don't be, and then, and also don't think carbs are the devil or carbs are bad. Like it's just more water weight inside of you. You're not gaining fat. Like that's, that's like you drinking a, a 16 ounce thing of water and weighing more when you step on the scale immediately after. You just have more fluid in you. It, it's not like you are gaining fat and you're not storing fat. Like it's none of that. It's just heavier weight on the scale. It's like putting a pencil on a scale or putting yourself on the scale. It's gonna be two totally different fucking things. Right? It's just the weight, right? So don't get discouraged by that. And again, carbs are not bad. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't have carbs. Just know that when you have more carbohydrates than normal, you are probably going to tend to weigh in a bit heavier that next day. And it's not because you gain fat. It's just because those carbs act like a sponge to go inside your inside and honestly inside your muscle cells because a lot of your muscle cells are intracellular water. So if you have more carbs, it's going to store more water inside those muscle cells, which is again not even necessarily a bad thing. Like that can give you even like a more like full, more lean, more aesthetic look. So just just realize guys that it's not it's not a bad thing. That could be one reason why it's happening, okay? The next one. Ate late or you had bad sleep. And these kind of go hand in hand, but if you eat, if you normally eat at 8 p.m., right, and you sleep until 6, and you go to bed at 10 and sleep until 6, right? So if you eat at 8, go to bed at 10, wake up at 6. If that's your routine, if you now eat, if, if something happens where your kids are busy or you're busy, you have work, you have, you're going to the gym late, whatever it is. If you now eat at 11 p.m. and you go to sleep at 12 a.m. and you wake up at 6 a.m., well, you ate later, so not only do you get to bed later, you ate later. So if you ate later, that food is going to be inside your stomach more, right? So it's not going to give you the full digestion process that you normally have of that eight hours of sleep. If you normally eat at eight and wake up at six, well, that, that gives you all that time to then digest that food properly and, and get rid of the, you know, the, the intracellular water and like all that stuff. So when you're doing that, if you eat later and then you don't get as much sleep, well, that right there is again going to lead that way in the next day heavier, but it's not because you gain fat. It's just more food volume in your stomach. It's if you had some carbs at that meal, you have some more water weight you're holding. If, if you did have sodium too on top of that, it's more water weight you're holding. Like, so it's not that you gain fat. Again, it, it doesn't mean you did anything wrong. You, you, you didn't fuck up. You're not, you know, ruining your progress. These are just literally reasons as to why it will happen. And you have to understand that. So just know that, and again, if you just get some bad sleep, like your body did not do all of its normal functions it does at night. Sleep is so important because it does all those functions at night because that's when your body can actually rest. It can actually do the processes it needs to do, right? So if you get some shitty sleep and you ate late, well then normally your way in the next day is going to be a bit heavier, right? So just know that, understand that, and, and realize that if that happens, that is certainly one reason why your weight can spike up. Next one is gonna be strength training. If you, when you work out, you are literally breaking your muscles down. You are literally 
going in the gym and, and putting stress on your body, putting stress on your muscles, and you're breaking your muscle tissue down. Normally, if someone were to tell you that, that you'd be like, well, why the fuck would I want to break my muscle tissue down? Don't I want that? Don't I want to build that up? You are building it up because you're breaking it down. Because you're breaking it down, your body has to have something to adapt to and recover to, right? So because you broke your body down, it's then going to adapt and, and build stronger muscles and, and, and build more endurance and just get stronger, leaner, bigger, faster, everything, right? So strength training. When you have a, a heavy strength training session, that causes breakdown of muscle tissue. And then from that breakdown of muscle tissue, an inflammation process starts because your body's like, it's, it's in fight or flight mode, right? It's like, holy shit, I just had all this stress put on me by an outside force. I don't know what this is because your body doesn't know that you're lifting weights. Your body knows that, holy shit, this is a stress on me. I have to adapt to it. Okay, inflammation process. Get this started so we can, so we can start this recovery process to adapt from this stress that's being put on us. Your body doesn't know you're lifting a dumbbell or a barbell or a cable. It just knows that it's stress, right? So from that strength training session, it will then start that recovery process and the inflammation process. That, again, can lead you to weigh in heavier the next day. Because when your body is inflamed, it's more stuff you're holding inside of your body once more. It's not fat. You didn't gain fat. You, you didn't ruin your progress. It's just more stuff your body is holding on to, which will cause the weight to be higher. Not your fat, the weight to be higher. So strength training, that is another reason why. If you have a, if you have a heavy strength training day or if you, if, you, if you do a lot of high volume, high rep work, that can certainly lead you to weigh in heavier that next day. You didn't fuck anything up. It's normal. The last one, period. I know a lot of the, obviously the females out there, but when you have your period, you are probably, I don't say probably because everybody's so different, but I work with a lot of females as it is right now. So you are probably going to gain weight and it just is what it is. You're going to hold more water weight. Like it, it just kind of is what it is, right? I don't have that problem. I'm a guy, so I'm good. But if you are a female and you get your period, you're probably going to gain some weight. Now, let me make this very, very, very clear. Even when you get your period, you can still lose fat. One million percent, you can still lose fat. How do you do that? Stay in a calorie deficit. Now, when you're on your period, I know that sometimes you tend to be hungrier. You tend to be more tired. You tend to get more cravings. You tend to sleep not as well. So like, I understand that it is harder to stay in a calorie deficit when you're on your period because you're not in the best mood, you're tired, you have cravings, et cetera, et cetera. I understand it's not that easy to stay in a calorie deficit, but as long as you stay in a calorie deficit for that week, you're still going to lose fat. Even if the scale may not show it at that point in time because you're on your period and you, know, you, you, you have more water weight, whatever it is, even if the scale doesn't show it, you are still losing fat in this process. So please, please be aware of that. It, it doesn't matter if you gain four pounds on your period. When you're off your period, you're gonna lose those four pounds back and if you stuck to a calorie deficit for the whole time, you'll lose five pounds because you'll lose an extra pound from losing fat, right? So please, please be aware of that. I, 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 like, like I said, I work with a lot of women, so don't think that just because you're on your period, you can't lose fat th those couple days or that week. It's not how it works. You can absolutely still lose fat. Stick to your calorie deficit even when it's harder and you will still lose fat. Got it? Those are a couple reasons. There's honestly, <laughs> there's honestly many reasons, but 
I've seen that these are the most common and it, it happens the most just because of everyday life. If you have more carbs, if you have more sodium, sometimes you get shitty sleep. Like it just happens, right? So in everyday life, there is going to be things that cause you to then have a weight spike. Don't be afraid of it. And that's what we're going to dive into right now. What not to do when your weight spikes up and when your weight fluctuates. What, what not to do, right? The first one obviously is, is quit. But I, I say obviously, but most of the time when people's weight spikes up, they automatically think, fuck, I'm doing something wrong. I'm not do I fucked up. I'm not doing something right. Something isn't working. Fuck this, I'm done. And it's funny because it's very easy for you to keep going when everything is all good. When, when, when everything's going good and you're in a routine and everything's going great, it's really easy for you to keep going. But when shit gets harder or shit doesn't go as planned or as perfect, it's those people who can then stay within their guidelines, stay within their boundaries, stay true to themselves and, and their plan, stick to it, who then see fucking amazing results. And, and that's something I really want to hone in on because just because you had a fucking weight spike doesn't mean you should fucking quit. Just because you had five days you didn't lose weight, two weeks you didn't lose weight, two months you didn't lose weight, that doesn't mean you should fucking quit either. So that's one big thing is please do not think that just because you had a weight spike you did something wrong or you fucked up or, or you're not doing something right or you're playing shit. Like realize that it's going to happen. You didn't fuck anything up. It's a part of the process and do not quit. Like I just said, everybody can do whatever they want when everything's going good. When, when, when your relationship's going good, when your job's going good, when, when your workouts are going good, it's very easy to keep going because everything's good. But it's those people who can then, when times get hard, when things don't go as planned, when things don't go as perfectly, it's those who can then say, okay, I'm really gonna fucking hammer down and stick to this because this is what I want and this is what I told myself I wanted. This is my goal. I'm going to put in the work necessary to get there. And that is exactly what I want you to do. So what not to do, quit. Next one, what not to do, freak out. Please don't fucking freak out. I've kind of put this out there in all of this so far, but <laughs> I've worked with a lot of people thus far and the amount of people who at first, if they don't know any better, freak out when their weight spikes up is, is astronomical when in reality, you know you're not going to lose weight every single day of every single year. Like you, you know you're not going to do that. So then when it happens, why do you then emotionally say, fuck this, I, I, I don't know what's going on, my weight spiked up, I'm gonna freak out, et cetera, et cetera. Like, logically, you know that's not gonna happen. But then when the time comes, somehow emotionally takes over and, and you freak out. And so I just want to put that out there that I hope that thus far you've kind of seen that this is normal, it will happen, and please don't freak out when that time comes, because it is going to come, no matter what. It might be a half a pound, it might be five pounds, maybe 10 pounds, I've seen it all, but don't freak out when it happens. Think logically, and, and honestly, one great thing to do is speak out loud to yourself. I mean, if you're in Starbucks or your kid's school or the fucking, like, wherever, but like, speak out loud to yourself and actually speak it. This is something I do with my online clients, and it's like, I make them actually tell me what's going on. So it's like, you step on the scale, you have a weight spike, and your first initial thought is, emotionally, fuck, 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 fuck. I didn't want my weight to go back up. I didn't want it to go back up. Fuck, fuck this. But then speaking out, out loud to yourself, you say, okay, well, I know that I had a lot of carbs at night. I know my sleep wasn't very well. I know I just had a good strength training session. I know that realistically, I'm not going to lose weight every single day of the year. 
So why am I freaking out if I know these things? And yeah, you can think it, but actually saying it out loud and making it real to yourself, that will provide a whole different ball game. So please try that. Let me know if it works for you because I've seen it work for plenty of people. Speak it out loud to yourself and see what happens. So that's one thing. New plan, I kind of touched on this, but don't think that just because you had one weight spike or, or, your, or your weight's fluctuating that your plan's fucked up or, or the, the plan your coach gave you is wrong or the plan you're following is wrong. Like, don't think that you need to deviate from your current plan to go on to a new plan because you think your plan's not working. It's fucking working perfectly as long as you stick to it. It's a part of the game. It's a part of the process. Scale fluctuations are a part of the process. No matter what plan you're on, no matter what diet you're doing, no matter if you're doing keto or fasting, it's all going to be a part of the process. So don't think that when your weight, weight spikes up, you need to go get a new plan or you need to try something new or implement something new. You don't need to do anything new. You need to fucking stick to it. So that's another one. Emotional, I, I kind of just talked about this, but don't let your emotions overlap your logical reasoning and thinking. Always try to get back to the logical explanation of things. And I know it's hard sometimes when you really want to lose weight or, or you've been overweight your whole life or, or you're struggling losing weight. You've tried everything. You're really struggling. And I know it can be difficult, but just always try to go back to the logical aspect of things. Again, I have people who they hit their calories perfectly. They hit their macros perfectly. They got great sleep, et cetera, et cetera. And their weight still spikes up, still. But then you say to yourself, I'm good. I know I hit my calories, so I'm in a calorie deficit, so I didn't gain any fat. I know I'm not supposed to lose a pound every single day of every single year. I know that's not realistic, logically speaking. And I know that there's reasons for these things, and I know it's a part of the process. So please try to logically think of these things. If you know you hit your calories perfectly and you know you're in a calorie deficit, why the fuck do you care when your weight fucking spikes up? Why? You know you're in a deficit. You know you're doing everything you can. You know you're sticking to your plan perfectly. Focus on that shit. Why is it always, oh my God, my weight spiked up? Why is it not, oh my God, this is my 11th day in a row of sticking to my calories? Fuck yes. I'm really killing this. I'm really on this. I'm really loving this plan. It's really sustainable for me. I'm having great workouts, great sleep. I feel great. It's always the negative. It's always, fuck, my weight spiked up. And it's only what people focus on. I really, really urge you to try to focus on the things that are going well, not the things that are going shitty. And it's not even shitty, but this is something I, I, I talk about in my latest podcast. If you, you want to go check it out on iTunes podcast at Eric Roberts Fitness. But if you always focus on the fucking negative, you're going to get the fucking negative. It's, you, you get what you look for. If you're trying to look for positive things, what's going to happen is you're going to get positive things to you. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, karma, or if you want to call it, you know, the law of attraction, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's real and it happens. So please try to focus on the things that you're doing well, the things that are going well, the things that are going to get you to where you want to be, not dwell on the things that are not going as well right now. And that will get you to your goal a lot faster and you will enjoy the process a lot more. So one thing to think about. Last thing, don't let it be the only variable you track. You should be tracking a million things, not just your fucking weight because your weight Again, it's going to fluctuate, but if you gain muscle, if you lose fat, if you're, you know, it, there's so many reasons why your weight is not the only variable to track. You should be tracking your sleep. You should be tracking your energy. You should be tracking your workouts. You should be tracking your waist measurements, your arm measurements. You, you should be tracking so many things 
besides the scale. That way, once again, when it does happen that your weight fluctuates or your weight stalls, you have all these other variables to track. If you're tracking your, your weights or if you're tracking your, your biofeedback, your energy, and you're like, holy shit, I lifted 100 more pounds in last week, or holy shit, I, I, I'm really seeing that I, I'm progressively getting better with my sleep and better with my energy levels throughout the day, so when I go to play with my kids at night, I really feel better. If you're tracking those other variables, you're going to see that you're doing good things, not just, oh my God, my weight's fucking stalled, right? So that's one last thing I would say not to do is don't let it be the only variable you track, right? Going down to what you should do, which I hope that you've gained from this video thus far, this, this podcast, whatever, thus far, is get educated. And once you're educated on the topic, you're not afraid of the topic because you know what to do. And again, I see, unfortunately, I see coaches telling their clients, don't weigh yourself every day, Susie. It's going to fluctuate. Don't worry about it. Just weigh yourself once a month. Love yourself how it is. It, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Or... Oh, well, the scale's wrong anyway, so don't, don't, you, you, you gain muscle and lost fat. Don't worry about it. Don't even, don't even weigh yourself. And the thing that happens with that is when you keep shoving something under the rug, that's all that's going to control your thoughts. The more you try to shove it under the rug because you're afraid of it, the more it's going to control your thought process. So rather than keep shoving it under the rug, get educated on it, which I hope you did by this video, get educated on it, and then attack it. Like... If you know that your weight's going to fluctuate for now, all these reasons, you know, it's, you, you know it's going to happen, you know what's going on, you know what not to do, you're now educated on it. So now when you step on the scale the next time, you're not going to be afraid. You, you, you're not going to let it emotionally fuck you up. Maybe the first couple times still, because a change is hard, I understand, but the more you do it, the only way to alleviate that fear is to fucking go right at it. And if you fucking go right at it, it's not going to control you anymore. You are going to control it. So get educated on it. And another thing I like to point out is, do you say, oh my God, I don't want to look at my bank account and my finances because you know, I'm afraid. Or, ah, man, my, my son's in a soccer game this weekend. I, I, I'm not going to go because I'm afraid of what, what could happen. No, you don't fucking do that. So why, why do you not do it for your finances and your kids but you do it for a fucking scale on the ground that tells you how much you weigh. Like, I, I have no clue. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Rather than avoid it because you get emotionally attached to it, get educated, understand it, understand what's going on with it, and take it from there. That way you're not letting it control you. You are now in control of all of this because you know what's going on. And if you know what's going on, you're more empowered, you're more confident, you're more likely to stick to your plan, which will help you see better results. And better results means more confident. And the, the, the cycle just goes on. So get educated on it, understand it, and fucking go at it, as opposed to shying away from it and saying, oh, well, I'm just not going to weigh myself because I'm scared. Don't do that. Not the right way. The very last thing for this video, whatever you take from this, just keep fucking going. Keep fucking going day after day, week after week, year after year, until, I mean, and not even, I was, I was literally just going to say until you get to your goal, but your goal is going to be ever-changing. This, this journey, this process is, is forever going. There, there is no end date. There's no, okay, in June I have a cruise. Okay, well, what happens after that one week of fucking June when you're going on your goddamn cruise? What happens then? You're right back to a, either a different goal or the same goal or, or whatever it is. So it's not an end game. There, there is no, there is no, 
final date on this shit. It's just keep going week after week after week. And I promise you, if you do that through the highs and the lows, through, through feeling great and, and feeling like shit, through being super consistent, through traveling a whole bunch and not being able to be consistent, through all of that, you will be able to be consistent and you will be able to see results because you just kept fucking going. There, there, there is no reason you should ever say, I'm not going to do this or, or I'm going to start this date or I'm, I'm going to take a break because of this. Just keep fucking going and I promise you guys, you're going to see great results. I really, really hope this video helped. I really, really hope you got some, not only information from it, but also some mental information, how to think, how to, how to approach these things, how to really make this journey yours and how to control your journey for you. I really hope this helps you guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.